0: Welcome to the Worship Leader Hangout Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. My name's Chad, and this is...
1: (laughs) David. What's up, dude? What's going on, man?
0: Not much. So I was thinking about today's podcast, and I wrote it down. I think I wrote it down uh, the last time we did a podcast. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. And I was... Because I feel like there are about 3.7 billion songs that come out, what seems like, on a daily basis it's really it's probably you know in the single digits or well maybe in even in the double digits uh weekly it seems like with all the worship groups all the churches uh all the individual worship artists releasing songs so often yeah i think uh, more it people it can have... feel overwhelming
1: i was going i was going to say i think more people have access to record i mean Everybody can record in their bedroom now. Yeah, and you can send it out to be mastered, and f- not uh <laughs> yeah. For the most part, most people can't tell the difference of where where you recorded something. You know, so so yeah, I think a lot more people yeah, that's true to record.
0: So you so you're saying you're already given a reason why that's this is happening, and you're saying this is happening because more people have access to better quality recording equipment or and it's not as expensive studios yeah and it's right right
1: it's not as expensive yeah. and and I totally
0: agree I totally agree with you and, but even still you know it feels like 10 and even 20 years ago say how old was I, 14 so it, i don't know maybe 15 years ago 10, 15 years ago, it didn't feel like as many albums or songs were being released, especially a single were being released. Because I I feel like it's every day almost that some of my favorite worship groups will either send out a text or put on social media, hey, check out this new single coming out. Uh, Not only that, it's also a music video. And you're just like, wow, another one? Yeah. And it... To me, I feel overwhelmed as a worship leader because I also feel this pressure of, I got to do this song, or I've got to at least check it out and give it a chance uh, or talk to somebody about it because, you know, you, you get the, like last year, for example, when the blessing came out, you know, it seemed like a great song. And then you have this added pressure of like, oh, you're not doing the blessing for Mother's Day? You're not doing that song? Are you kidding me? are you, what kind of dishonor is that? Not doing the blessing for Mother's Day. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't, yeah, I didn't plan on doing that. I just just came out three seconds ago. Like I need time to process this song, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, so that's my, I don't know. I I feel maybe I'm alone in this. I don't know if you feel this way at all, but I I just feel like I like new stuff and I want to do new songs a lot, but with the amount of songs coming out, I mean, you could do, if you did three songs a Sunday, four songs a Sunday even, you could probably fill every song slot with a brand new song every week out of the year. And probably, if you do multiple services, probably every song slot for all services <laughs> every week out of the year could be yeah. a new song.
1: Yeah. I think and, I have. Uh, and I'm just. I, I don't really feel I'm this kind of pressure, to be honest. But I know that I used to feel this pressure, for sure, of, am I getting, like, what are the new songs, am I in- introducing them, uh, am I behind, you know, is, <laughs> yeah, like, is my... I'm always behind. Yeah, is my, uh, you know, am I not leading my congregation well? I don't think about it anymore. Um, but I just think about so- song Do you not choice think about it? D- very differently.
0: right now well with that said you think more about song choice with there being so many songs coming out how do you i know this is a topic you know in the the worship channel circles like how do you choose songs Mm -hmm. i did a video about this how do you choose songs for worship um but so in that case how do you start selecting new things or hear about new things like what's your process i guess yeah like how do you process all the new stuff coming out and find out what's best for your church
1: very good question. So I wrote down a couple of things, but there's something I thought about that I haven't written down. So let me mention that first is I am okay. checking out a lot of the, 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 the song resource avenues for worship music. So for example, I am checking out what's on uh, worship together.com or what is uh s- praise chart saying or what is uh song select saying like what are the top songs you're
0: actually you, looking at all the those things to yeah, kind of look I and see look what new songs the, are out the there
1: charts on there i i even go to the billboard charts um those but between bill mm-hmm. the billboard charts and song select those are often to me really late you know so they are really late yeah that's, that's the way I feel so they, yeah they're really really late or they're not really showing a lot of the new songs so but but praise charts is pretty good and I do like worship together so that's one place I get my material from um, and then another one thing I like about praise charts is that it, it actually has a section for independent artists. And I'm really, really big on independent artists or alternative music because you know how I feel about CCM. So, for I, I like it for that hmm. reason. So th- that's that's one of the main main ways I go about trying to find. Wait, which songs. one? I'm sorry.
0: I, praise chart. Which one was about? Uh, oh, praise chart was had the more ind- independent stuff on it. They
1: they do. They have a so they do have like a you know. All the artists that are with labels, but then they have a a section for independent artists and and oh, and, okay. and you can find some really good music there and I like those because they don't sound like you know the same song that you heard you know they don't sound like everything else so um but yeah that's that's right. one way I go about picking songs so before I go into my ways my other ways about picking new music, how do you go about it because it seems like it's a lot of pressure for you. And you must be listening to the radio a lot.
0: <laughs> uh I don't listen to the radio a lot. We do have a a, a new gospel station here in Greenville though. It's called Greenville's Inspiration Station. 969. Uh and it's like a gospel station. So I do listen to that one. When when I when I don't want Spotify on or when I don't want to mess with my phone, I'll listen to that. Uh but I do I do listen to a lot of Spotify, like a lot of artists or a lot of groups on Spotify and i follow a lot of them on youtube as well so when you follow them on instagram youtube any social media platform and are on spotify and follow them on spotify as well you you get a lot of updates on when a lot of singles are being released and everything so i that's why i feel i guess i feel like because of the social media aspect of this and if they come you know say they are working on an album and they They bring out every song individually. It could seem like, you know, these artists or these groups are bringing out songs every day, which I, you know, I want to clear the air here. I think this is a a fabulous thing in in the sense that we are writing, like Christian groups, worship artists are writing, and there is fresh stuff out there. I mean, there's, you have unlimited freshness if you want it. Uh, Is it all perfect and is it all super good well a lot of it sounds kind of the same in a lot of ways um but that's okay yeah that's my problem i just think it's i mean yeah but i think it's
1: i think it's good you you know i know you want to i am the pessimist and you are the optimist (laughs) in in a lot of things but that is my pessimism about it is that yes it all does sound the same. I don't think it's bad at all. I do think the lyrics a lot of times are solid. And if I must say, Christian music overall has gotten a lot better about ly- lyric choice. Um, mm-hmm. Like we are writing better songs than we were in 2000. And so I, I, I would could say agree with like, that. We-, we have done a great job about thinking theologically about our songs do these line up. Yes, I would say that most songs coming are coming from the charismatic Pentecostal perspective, but I'm, I'm totally okay with that, right? Like, even though I may not like align with that theological viewpoint all the way, like, I'm totally okay with that because for the most part, we can, as a church, sing a lot of those songs. Um, but in terms of sound, I do think, yes. They all sound pretty much the same.
0: Now, when when I'm listening to certain groups as opposed to others, I, I'm not necessarily saying that one group sounds like another because I can listen to House Fires and know exactly who I'm listening to just based on the nuances of, of their sound as opposed to when I listen to like Maverick City music. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I feel like there is a difference. There is a clear difference in the sound uh, between them, but when, when but those groups themselves, when you're comparing music within those groups, that can tend to sound very similar from song to song uh, throughout, like a, a a new album or something like that. Yeah,
1: I I would and, say from al- from song to song and even album to album sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, and but, and I I feel like too maybe a lot of that's because a lot of this is written around the same time periods, and they you know they do these writing I don't know what is it called like writing summits where they just kind of sit and write for however long, and I you know like I said earlier I think it's amazing that we have a, a lot of choices um, because honestly i mean it's taken me and one of my interns are writing a song right now and it's taken us a few weeks just to write one song and make sure it's actually a good song that we would want to do yeah um and but yet maverick city for example is dropping you know 13 albums in that three week (laughs) period that we're trying to write one song yeah
1: it certainly feels that way right
0: yeah it feels that way and and i and i get as a worship leader i kind of get a little bit overwhelmed because like oh i want to i want to know what's out there i want to know what i'm doing and what i'm not doing and it makes me feel like sometimes the way i do introduce new songs the way i do find new songs is i i listen and it's very simple I, i just listen uh, I mostly listen to all of the as many groups as I possibly can uh, throughout the day when I am listening to music. I just I listen and whatever catches me uh, in a different way, I'll I'll put aside on a playlist so I can listen to it later. And then, but I but I genuinely enjoy the music of a lot of these groups. So it's not like I'm. It's not like I'm listening to to music that I don't like. Yeah. Because I do do like it. So let me... And go ahead. I was
1: going to say, let me get a little practical with just exactly what I do. I literally might introduce one new song for that month. So because of that, I'm very, very particular about what is that one song going to be. And I am asking myself a very important question. What is going to be the shelf life of this song for our our church so or yeah, for our that's student, a good question our student ministries if i think that this song yeah. does not have a long shelf life then i'm not going to use it and when i say long shelf life i'm saying will we sing this song for the next year yeah you know because yeah. i i, I notice like I'm, I'm dealing with students and I want them to be engaged. And you're not gonna be engaged the first couple of times you're hearing that song. Because like you don't know the lyrics, you're trying to learn them, you're trying to- Wait,
0: listen. wait, wait, let me let me stop you. You mean our congregations and student bodies aren't listening to all the same music all the time <laughs> like we are?
1: Yeah, exactly, right, exactly. Are you
0: sure? Because I, I, I could have sworn they're all listening to all the worship albums.
1: Oh yeah, well-
0: All the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe right. maybe your case,
1: people maybe your people are, <laughs> no. but mine aren't. And a lot of our
0: people are listening to country music around here. Yeah.
1: And I know that they're not listening or to music that fits within my musical taste. So, yeah. <laughs> right. So, I I know it's going to take some time. So because of that, I might introduce one new song a month. And I do and I do plan my songs out probably I'm probably 2 months ahead. So yeah, so because of that, I am thinking through what am I gonna do two months out, and so that that's that's something I'm thinking about, and I'm thinking about shelf life, and so yeah. because because I already have that filter, I I'm not as thinking about, okay, well, do I gotta get this new song in there? Very rarely do I'm like, am I like that, you know? So, mm-hmm. and even so, yeah, I'll I- just put it on the calendar, and I know when I'm gonna do it.
0: Yeah, that's true Maybe I just need to stop listening to so much music Because I hear all these songs and I'm like Man, I really want to do that Oh, I like that I mm-hmm. want to do that Oh, that's nice And I get a I, I, I guess I can overwhelm myself uh, In that way
1: So how are you But how do you filter through new songs?
0: Um, right now uh, I Honestly I it's It sounds like the most cliche answer I pray
1: Mm-hmm
0: I pray that, and I, not on like a daily basis necessarily, but when I'm trying to be intentional about it, I, I pray that uh, the Holy Spirit will, will lay on my heart the songs or, or let me find the songs that will best minister to our congregation or whatever purpose I'm using that song for. Um, So I'd really try not to let it just be on which ones are my favorite. Because I've done that in the past, and some, some of those have flopped and it's just not a good a, a a good experience. So I I really do that. And now and I and I'll talk to my team as well. These are two things that are important for them to know is we are we might get sick of some of these songs. In a lot of and it, and it may feel like we're doing them over and over and over and over because mm-hmm. we are. We're doing them for rehearsals, we're doing them in personal practice, hopefully. And we're doing it for sound check, and then we're doing it for Sunday morning, and then I'm gonna say yes. Now we're gonna do it two weeks from now, and we're gonna do all that over again. So by the time we've done the song three to four times in church, we've done the song 16, 20 times in like over that span. Like we have performed the song, we have sang the song that many times, yeah. and, it, and it feel it has this. Feeling of wow, this is old, but you know, to our congregation, they're just getting into it because yeah, they may not be listening to all the all the the worship groups that we are on a regular basis, and I, and I think we should be listening uh, as much as we can as worship leaders because we want to see what's out there. Um, but then again, I think it it can also limit our own creativity, and if we if you feel like at all, you can write which I do, I feel that way and I've been told that and I, I've been asked about it as well, you know, like multiple times over the years and mm-hmm. I think that if I'm constantly just listening and learning the other stuff, that it's gonna, that's the time I could be spending trying to write uh, original, uh, yeah, original music for our church specifically. Yeah, yeah. I think and, when you're when you're thinking so, about
1: writing too, you're in a better Place, um, uh, well, let me not say better place. Let me be a little clearer. When you're thinking about writing, you're thinking about your congregation. Hopefully, mm-hmm. as a pastor, right? How can I help these people better reflect and respond to who God is? Right. So yeah. you're thinking about what is best for your people, and with that frame of mind, you can you'll find the right songs out there because you're thinking about your people like will our people respond to this is does this align with the theological viewpoints of our church or when you're writing you're going to be thinking about that so i think yeah i think writing helps you to think 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 through uh that lens i don't write yeah. but i don't believe i'm i'm like that's my calling or gift what i do like is arranging so I will arrange every song that exists out there again mm-hmm. if I can. Because, I, you know, maybe you can put, take a song that already exists and you can give it another, you know, another body, another structure, something that, yeah. oh, wow, like your people can relate to this. I, I did a lot of this when yeah. I was at the Methodist Church. Like I flipped so many hymns and it was like one way to bring it back to life, you know, so. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah. And that, that can be a, a very beautiful thing too. Um, and you know, what's funny about that is, what was I going to say? Sorry. I just saw something. I guess it doesn't matter because <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's very important to to know what you're talking about as far as flipping a song or rearranging that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Cause you're going to change the chord progressions. You're going to just overall change the sound of this, of the song. And, I think it's also important to, to almost double check what we're hearing out there. Like if if I am, well, definitely the lyrics, and I, I know that's that's a topic, in in and of itself is you, you need to check these lyrics and make sure they're biblically based and also in line with your church. But but on a musical level, especially, and I'll just throw them out there. I don't even care what they think if they they're not going to listen to this, but upper room I've had to reharmonize these songs that come out of upper upper room that we've we've done reharmonize because or rewrite? well not rewrite but like I've had to by harmonize I mean put different chords for
1: oh yeah
0: different parts of the melody because I don't know I don't know what they're doing sometimes when they write a song and I I I could have an example but seriously like I'm like this clearly goes to a five. Why are they going to a four? I've
1: had that same problem, and it has made me so angry, like, well, li- livid, because yeah. I will get, like, singers, like, coming in, like, learning it a certain way. It'll just, I don't know. It just makes me so mad because it was like you clearly got a guitar player who knew, like, <laughs> seven, six chords, and he decided yeah. I'm going to use three of them today. Yeah. And I'm just going to you know, put these wherever I feel like, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Upper Room is, is, to me, this is only my experience, I'm only speaking for myself, is notorious for the most random chord progressions over melodies, and I've already had to do this to three Upper Room songs. And it, it may make me sound cocky or conceited or whatever, but I, I definitely think that you should check the chord progressions over them, sing them for yourselves, play them and see how this actually sounds compared to what's being played, like what well, chords well, are supporting that yeah, melody. Yeah, no
1: offense, but it's not It's not like, there's no way like it's a music, somebody with enough musical knowledge making that decision.
0: I think a lot of it is somebody does have some musical knowledge, but yet a vocalist just starts singing something, because they do a lot of the um, like worship Hours or mm-hmm. whatever, um, like we do a twenty-four hour worship challenge occasionally. Like we're going to do another one this year, and I'm sure that some of the the spontaneous worship that comes out of that, I'm playing a chord progression. A spontaneous moment happens, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? Let's turn that into a song." And they don't think they don't rethink what chord progression should I put under that. They just go with what was done, and that's not necessarily it doesn't fit because well there somebody's just not taking the time to go back and say well did that actually fit even if it was in the same key well it might not Mm -hmm. so anyway it's yeah if you don't know what i'm talking about just uh, message me in the comments and i'll show you a song i'll send you a song and i'll show you the chord progression and also show you one, one, simple, one
1: simple example if they don't understand hopefully they can they can hear or maybe you can display on the screen if you feel like it but for example you're playing a g and the person is singing an a in the melody like mm-hmm. you're playing a g chord i would probably
0: go to a two right there
1: yeah a two or a, a four but like the person is singing an a in the melody so there is cl- there is like a clear clash but it's not clashing enough to say yeah. it stinks. Well
0: it's in the same key.
1: It's in the same key and it's well, it's the nine of the chord. So okay. But you it, <laughs> it it's not it doesn't work well. Like there were better op- yeah. there are better musical options for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, well I'm trying to I'm actually going back through planning center to see if I can find that song. Well, I'm pretty sure we've done this recently. I haven't one I haven't
1: I'm, really done their music since I've been at, you know, uh, First Baptist, but I know I, when I was at the Methodist Church, uh, a, a few songs were on my radar from them.
0: I think I found it. So, sorry. I'm taking time through this is really it, it really is important to me. I think this is it. Yes, this is it. This is it. Um so the song is Give Me Jesus. Um, you can have all this world, give me Jesus, that song. Mm-hmm. And Upper Room does it. Um, I don't want anyone else, I don't need anything else. You are, you, oh it goes, you are my one thing, you are my one thing. Dude, They, I changed all of that. As far as, the melody was fine, but I had to change all the chord progressions to that. It was just, it was trash. To what they had. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, 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 we're not even doing a podcast anymore. It's just me and you talking at this point, but it it just wasn't good, and uh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. let's let's come down from that. Okay. But I yes. Yeah, so check your uh, if I'm talking to our audience or people listening, hanging out with us, you got to check the chord progressions. Uh, I think that's a very important step to doing the new songs, and that could slow you down as well. And say Okay, I love this song lyrically. Let me check the music. It's going to slow me down, so I'm not just trying to jump to that next song. I think our culture of Reels and TikTok and uh, all the very quick content on on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram is also kind of messing with our brains as well with music because it's like, oh, well, I've already heard this. I've already heard this song. Uh, There's no need for me to hear this again. Mm -hmm. Whereas kind of like a really good movie when you watch that movie again you see things that you didn't see before or you hear things you didn't hear before and i think that that music can be the same way yeah if we just slow
1: down with speed we lose uh depth and so yeah we we really got to be careful because with songwriting if the song if if the song was written you know with the idea of we got to get it out fast then there's not a you I mean, hear no. the you hear that yeah uh, you, you can tell you, yeah
0: you really good musicians are going to hear the difference between something that was that somebody took their time on mm-hmm. as opposed to oh we're just going to push this out because it, it happened in a worship night and uh, billy was playing uh six four one five and she's saying this melody. It sounds okay. Push yeah. it out. Yeah, no, it probably should have been a lot different melody or, yeah. uh, and you can go back and anyway. you can
1: refine things. Things don't, you know I mean? You got a good structure. So that's just, so anyway, with, with, with speed, you lose depth. And so there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with like taking your time and, and picking your worship song. So I, I, you know, I'm grateful. I, I got to that point. I had to get to that point. Um, Or I wouldn't, I wouldn't have survived. I was at a Methodist church with, with a much older congregation, you know, average person being like 50 years old. So like the idea of flipping songs every week that just had to get off my radar. And that's when I began to think about music and worship differently. So that's, that's, you know, my thing.
0: So what do you do with all the brand new songs that come to your inbox every single week.
1: Oh, they—they, they, I don't like.
0: Get that. You just—you just, you just kind of people. Let it, people do send you songs,
1: but well, if,
0: okay, maybe people send you songs, but also the the groups themselves sending you songs to the, your inbox to your to your subscribe. Bro, you know how subscription. I
1: feel about, bro, you know how I feel about CCM, so. When they're sending me like you know a new, another CCM artist, it's not like I'm like, oh, gun ho!" and and all' hot up to like, let me go listen to this song because I, I feel like it's just gonna sound like the last thing I heard, you know?
0: Yeah, um it might, yeah.
1: so, so well'll you
0: know, I'll tell you what I've got to do. This is what I've got to do. I've got to just ignore it. I've got to ignore it. I appreciate it. I appreciate mm-hmm. that there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there. But I've got to ignore it and I've got to plan time to to find new music that's intentional and meaningful uh, to where God can actually speak to me and say, yes, this is good for your church. No, this is not good for your church. Uh, or I just don't like the song. Because mm-hmm. if I get caught up in the hype of the release, I I might try to do that as a part of our our worship for our congregation and they have no idea they don't feel that same hype they don't feel that same excitement when when we release the song as as i do when the artist does because i i'm invested in that artist like i love them yeah to a certain extent you know i'm like wow they're amazing oh wow this is a great brand oh my gosh Dude, but then my church is like uh
1: maybe you bring not. up a very good point And this is now. This is where I would say I didn't even know I failed in this area, or I thought about it like this. But we really can think. It's important to listen to a song and not watch the videos for it, because we can equate what is happening in that video (laughs) with what's supposed to happen in our worship service, and we're like, this ain't this ain't going the same. Like, what's nope. I, I you mean know. there's
0: not all these people surrounding us singing their hearts out
1: yeah like it's not working out okay
0: let, let me let's talk to the audience real quick about that All of those people surrounding the people leading that song are worship leaders yeah they were asked to be there because they have energy and they have cool clothes. In fact not only that a lot of these groups will have tailors or like people that wardrobe people and dress them. So yes, your people are not going to dress the same. They're also <laughs> not going to sound the same, or even have close to the same energy. Uh, I mean, some some churches are an anomaly to that. I get it, but yeah, it's in in our church they're pretty alive, but they're nowhere near, you know, some of these videos. I mean, and think about it too. If you were there, knowing that you are about to be potentially on a, a the the talking to Jesus, not talking to Jesus uh what was that song that you really liked by um maverick city
1: i thank god
0: i thank god if you were if you were there in the room when they recorded that and filmed that video just think about how like hype you would be because i'm about to be on youtube you're gonna see me in the background Mm -hmm. like but your your congregation's not thinking that even if they know they're going to be on youtube and there's going to be 37 people watch the the video later on you yeah know, like they, they're they like oh, so I don't. so you care. need my that
1: that's what i'm saying you we got to listen to the and that's what something i do miss is listening to a song outside of that like that 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 that, that in that full context i just want to hear the song for the song yeah yeah you know just
0: the song with the artist doing it in the studio with no no crowd no, no crowd, congregation none of that now i like yeah. live which is personally. rare nowadays yeah I, oh it's yeah because rare. they
1: they know like the energy brings they, it mm-hmm. but i mean for me it it's, i don't want to li- i don't want to watch the videos so i don't yeah i'm not
0: i typically don't by the way I, i've already made that known to myself like i will listen to it on spotify even if it is a live out. i love live worship yeah but i will listen to it on spotify before i watch the video in fact, yeah. I just did another reaction review of a song that's been out for a little bit, um, and it's such a great song. But I've, I have I did not watch the video uh, the entire time. When I knew I was going to do the review and reaction of this, that was when I watched the video for the first time, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but I but I knew for a fact that I loved the song, and I was able to to really understand the meaning of where that what that song was and where it came from. Uh, out of Scripture, and it made me it made me appreciate that song so much more than if I would have just watched the video and got super hype about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, video yeah. the videos the videos are there to to do that right. They're they're trying to to sell. sell. It. Yeah, they're trying to sell yep. it. Which man, I, we're just talking at this point, but something I've been thinking about more. These are the best
0: is, podcasts when we're just talking.
1: Is um how like the oh, christian music business is a business
0: oh yeah we need to. T- <laughs> i'm not even really really involved in that so i i would just be
1: and just another random is, voice in that subject it does it doesn't mean like just because something is a business doesn't mean it's not genuine but mm-hmm. what it does signify is we have other motives we have motives for making money and to do that we have to sell seats for concerts and we have mm-hmm. to make music that we think people are gonna like right so which is why all the sounds all the songs sound the same or very similar to the last songs right like we know that this yeah. is the formula and it's yeah, why this is gonna sell mm-hmm. our artists look a certain way you know it's why you don't really see I mean, too many. Anyway, I won't say that, but that's why all artists look pretty much the same, or just a lot of things. So, it.
0: You're talking about figure.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I mean got you. They're friggin' gorgeous. I
0: just somebody <laughs> so, there's somebody out there that didn't know what you're talking about. I just wanted to say it. Figure. Oh, okay. We'll say it that way.
1: Yeah. No. That's that was a very clean way and, and respectable way mm-hmm. to say it. So. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah. So it that that's just something that has had that has had or I've been concerned about even with my own self because I work for a church and I am paid to do what I do which means I have another motive for doing what I do and like it's causing me to question my own motives like have I ever gone to church in the last 10 years or 12 years without being paid for it you know so it's causing me to ask my that's
0: a great question
1: own self that question and The truth is, man, I've been doing this full time. I've been doing this since I was 14 and being like being paid since I was 14. So it it causes me to want to evaluate like my own relationship with Jesus and ask myself, like, you know, am I serving Jesus for serving Jesus sake and is being paid just an added, you know, a benefit, but not the main reason. And of course, no one ever wants to say no, it's not why I'm doing it. But you've—I've not been in the position since I was fourteen to ever say, "Yeah, I'm doing it for doing Jesus' sake." You know what I mean? Yeah. So
0: did did you get a scholarship in EVS? I did. Do you was it significant or was it?
1: You know, I mean, it was a thousand dollars
0: for for tuition for that that semester or the year.
1: Maybe for the year or semester, I don't remember.
0: I got strings every month.
1: <laughs> even well, when well, I was well, you know why? You even when I was MD, EBS. I I didn't get it until my junior year, something like that. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. But I I never I I got strings. They said you can buy strings and we'll reimburse you.
1: Oh wow. Okay. That yeah. was
0: that's my to my extent of money from that
1: yeah no it wasn't it wasn't anything to say this is a is a motivating factor
0: of um, course yeah
1: so so anyway that's just something i've been i was think- just
0: wondering that just made me think about it
1: oh yeah that's just something i've been thinking about <laughs> and in regards to the artists right like yeah and and what they're presenting to us doesn't mean i don't think they're genuine or anything i just think these are questions we should all consider and i'm asking for my own self right so I'm not trying to like throw any stones at anybody. Um, yeah,
0: I yeah I want to say as we end, I I genuinely love all the artists that that I'm into that I listen to. I know I listen to a lot, and artists. I mean we're talking about groups, uh, churches, whatever. I I I really appreciate what they're doing, and I never want to. When it, it seems like a lot of times, especially in in, in kind of the the secular world, when somebody gets so, so, so big and famous, then people start hating them. And it's like, oh, well, well, you, it's like Walmart. It's like, oh, you shop at Walmart. You know, well, that's one of the most successful retail companies ever, but Mm -hmm. now they get hate because they are so well-known and so successful in what they do. And it's it's the same thing in music too. Like I kind of feel that way with Hillsong. They're so, so well-known and they put out, some pretty decent music but now you know it, it, it almost seems like oh you're still listening to to hill song that's kind of a a perception that i'm that i'm seeing and hearing uh like oh yeah no we don't we don't deal with hill song i mean surely they they can't write anymore because they're just so big and, and famous but but that's not i don't think that's true and because i mean what if it's you Mm-hmm. you know think about it like what if you start writing and God allows your voice to be heard and elevates you to a higher uh, a higher level as far yeah. as uh, in popularity because he wants your voice to be heard you're not thinking oh well, i'm ga- i'm getting famous now i'm watered down well, you're not thinking that so i don't i definitely don't think that for all of the uh the, the groups and artists and churches uh putting out really great music um but for us as worship leaders we have to figure out a way to decide is, is this for us? Can we, can we, sorry, lost my train of thought. Is this for us? And if we decide to do these, is this right for our church? And then am I doing that too much? We've got to think about that. Am I, am I introducing too many songs? And it's a, it's a very real question that you need to ask yourself. And also talk to your people about too your your band your congregation. Yeah. Uh, are we? Do you feel like you're able to engage in the worship, or do you feel like you're just trying to learn an, a, a brand new song every week? Yeah. So I, I think it's a, a real conversation that you need to have with your team and with your with some people in your congregation if you can. Um, just something to think about. You know, we do these podcasts just to to listen to ourselves talk. So <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, you did I a good like, job summarizing it so
0: oh thank you I try to at the end you know
1: that's just what do you got going coming up this week this week yeah or your, what What your next video ensemble, yes hey I, and I say my because I started it you can say my that's no problem so but I I direct a choir high school choir like at our church high school mm-hmm. and junior high and in the group there's an ensemble audition singers choral music we're singing this Sunday, looking forward to that, taking my whole choir. Singing in the main service? No, not singing. We're singing for a new member oh. lunch. And then, um, uh, yeah, no, that'd be really cool. <laughs> and then um, we're <laughs> taking my whole choir to Shake Shack after church. Oh, Shake Shack. All right. And um, and then just getting ready for, we're going to be many kids? in- our contemporary service next week, and then the main service the week after. But more for generational worship, so we're singing with the big choir.
0: That's cool. How many kids are in the uh, youth choir?
1: I've been averaging around like seventy-five to eighty.
0: Yeah, I just want people to get t- uh, get context of that. Uh, that's that's big. That's amazing.
1: Oh yeah, that's cool.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah. And what about on the channel? You got anything coming up?
1: Uh, Yeah. So today I'm going to shoot two videos for Worship Leader Hangout. I am shooting uh, some 736 stuff and then probably some Chords. More?
0: Oh, my gosh. That's (laughs) just the (laughs)
1: 251. Probably some Chord Substitution stuff. And then it's November, so it's Black Friday. It's no longer Black Friday Friday. It's like Black Friday month. So, yeah, yeah, I got exactly. a bunch of sales going on. So, if people want to get live lessons with me, they can do it uh, at a much cheaper price.
0: All right. I'm signing up. Yeah. I need a lesson.
1: So, yeah. So, you can go ahead and I don't know if you'll put the link in the description, but it only I lasts will put for this. Link. If you talk about this, it, I'll put the link. This sale only lasts for this week. So, I don't know if you'll have this video up No, this
0: time. I'm going to. Yeah. This is going to come out. It'll come out before Black Friday for sure.
1: No, no, no. This sale only lasts until Tuesday
0: nope it's not coming out before that okay yeah but then
1: after that is another sale where i'm offering a okay. student membership for uh a year for 200 oh, which it's okay so that'll be like an i'd be like 200 and something dollars off so it's pretty cool is
0: it is there an age requirement like you like a, a to a certain age or i mean whatever you know i, I don't you said recommend student I, I thought you said 14
1: student. take it okay yeah yeah
0: so it doesn't matter how old you are
1: no it doesn't matter
0: okay that's cool that's good
1: yeah most people that take it are actually like in their 40s 50s and 60s
0: yeah because they want to they realize i want to learn how to play the piano Mm -hmm. and before i die yeah and i mean (laughs) it's just how it is and and hey i i'm excited for that because we need more musicians i have a box here david what's that a company called well a company called Earthworks they actually made this microphone Um, they sent me this microphone because they want to I don't even know like I don't understand how this even got set in place I have no idea I've never talked to this company Mm -hmm. I started talking to a guy a really cool guy at full uh, at full compass he's like dude I got a a mic company they want to do they want to send you a mic not only that they want to like laser print artwork onto the mic that represents your personality can you get a few people that you that love you to talk about you? Film them, send them? And I'm like, what's happening right now? Are you talking about me? Mm-hmm. You're talking about that guy. Because anyway, so they did it. They sent me this mic. I did the interviews with this. You did one, but you had to do it in your studio there in Texas. And they they did it. They sent it. So I'm not allowed to open this box, and I'm not going to do it right now. But I'm not allowed to open this box until I'm filming myself because they want. Did they? Did me. you
1: have to? They just offer to do it for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I don't even think they want this back. But if they do want this mic back, I'll give it back. But it sounds amazing, I think.
1: Yeah, it does sound good. It sounds better than your other mic.
0: The SM7B? The quintessential worship leader slash podcast mic? I cannot believe you just said that about that mic. Mm -hmm. Gosh. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I know. It really does sound better. I I completely agree.
1: Yeah, it sounds. (laughs) Uh,
0: Which is crazy, which is great. But this is supposed to sound better than this one. Really. And so I'm gonna do a comparison with this one and the seven B, the sure, the, the one you see on all the worship videos. And and just kinda see, you know, what the difference is and whatnot. And anyway, I got a couple other ideas to use with the microphones. Uh mics are not usually very hot topics, but it's happening, so I'm just gonna lean into it a little bit and uh talk about it. So and I got some other stuff. We got a song review coming out hopefully Tuesday. Um I'm working on a wedding video,
1: <laughs> but that's, that's yeah. not for, you know, something on, I want to do, like you talked about like writing lyrics, man. I want to, I want to make more oh, music. Yeah. So that was some. that's something I want to do. Hey, yo, guess what happened? So citizens came to our church clearly. Yeah. Cause you know, I we, we talked it. about that. I pushed for it. Well, they had a, they had a little like <laughs> yeah. online, you know, just so you're like a, a part week, of
0: citizens and saints now
1: online, like weekly competition. About who can fly, yeah cover for their songs, and I won for my week. Did,
0: did you it? really? No, you told me you entered, but yeah, I didn't know you won for that week.
1: Now I don't know if I won because you know, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I basically brought them to my <laughs> church, and they were like, "Okay, yeah. we feel sorry for him." Or yeah, we need
0: to we need to push him through, push yeah, him on yeah, through.
1: Yeah, we need to push it through. But I will take it.
0: Hey. Kay. Well that's what I'm saying. Like, why did I don't deserve this, but I'll take it. Yeah. Ain't nothing I, wrong with that.
1: I will I will take it. So it's cool. Yeah. They told me I want a walrus walrus pedal. Guitar pedal. Oh,
0: I thought you were talking about the animal. I was like, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, what am I gonna do with a walrus right now?
1: So, Jeez. So yeah. A I'm walrus waiting.
0: pedal. So what uh, what kind of pedal? so it's like a guitar pedal?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do with that? <laughs> I have a guitar, I have two.
0: Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna play with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you
1: know I've been working on my guitar skills.
0: Okay. Well, you know I've been working on my piano skills. So. Yeah. So. so we're cool. we're trying to cross cross paths.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But I need to work on these videos.
0: Yeah, I actually need to film this unboxing because they need it. They were like, you you got to film it and get it to us because oh, we're putting together a to video. It? Yeah, in like five minutes when we All get right. off. All so. right. Cool. Well, I gotta write my notes for the week. I, I gotta do notes here at church for every day, and uh, I didn't do mine for yesterday, so I gotta do that. But once I get that done, that's due at eleven thirty, and uh, I'll I'll do the unboxing. I'm excited about it. I'll send you a picture of what the mic looks like. Okay. So, th- and thanks for doing that video, by the way. A nope. little while back. No for problem. Them. Yeah, dude. Well, have fun doing those videos, and uh, oh yeah, we're doing a podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you like what you see here and just want to hang out with us a little bit more, subscribe if you're not already. And remember, great worship leaders are always learning. Have a great day, guys.
1: Peace.